Welcome to Concession Impressions, the show where we watch a film and we give our immediate review about it. Today, we have a little bit of an interesting episode because it's technically a movie that came out last year internationally, but it is now playing in the United States, is where we are from. We're going to be reviewing the film Cloak by Lucas Daunt. Uh, I'm going to give just the IMDb summary here. Close is the intense friendship between two 13-year-old boys, Leo and Remy, who suddenly get, I guess, relationship suddenly gets disrupted. Struggling to understand what has happened, Leo approaches Sophie, Remy's mother. Close is a film about friendship and responsibility. I guess the the summary is a little bit ambiguous for obvious reasons, because it's kind of would spoil a lot of it, which I will say right now is that if you plan on watching this movie, this movie has also been, as I said, it was, it came out last year, and it actually nominated for Best International Feature Film. Good. I hope it wins. What are the, what are the other films nominated? The other films nominated are All Quiet on the Western oh, Front. Oh, that one's going to win. Oh, Argentina, God. 1985, EO, and The Quiet Girl. I think Western Front is probably going to win. Now, okay, forgive my ignorance here, but isn't All Quiet on the Western Front a movie that already was been made. It's a remake, yes, but people love a good war movie. Ah, man. Like, this movie's so original. I mean, it not is. really. I mean, yes, it is, but, like, I guess the technically the idea is... I mean, it's, a, it's you know, it's covering ground, relationship ground, but I think it's it stands out right now amongst movies because it is just so emotionally intelligent as compared to most movies right now, which are just not emotionally intelligent at all. Yeah. So without further ado, I will say that, first of all, heavy spoiler warning. See I would this say, film first. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I feel like the other films I didn't necessarily, you know, they're like American blockbuster films. And I feel like a spoiler or two won't necessarily ruin the film. I think this going into it and just like enjoy the movie first and then come back and then we can have our little discourse on our car ride home. Yeah. So... Let's jump into our discussion on the movie Close. Close is a deep, sad, meaningful, intelligent movie about two young boys who I want to say are French. I think they're Belgian, but yeah, they speak French. That's where French fries were invented. Belgium? I think the story is that American army people went to Belgium and had fries there and then they thought they were all speaking French, so they called them French fries, but they weren't actually from France. Oh, I didn't know that. A little... fun tidbit before we get into this more deep and heavy story so where do you want to start like i know you i think have a, a lot deeper passion for this film than i so far from what it sounds like so i just really enjoyed it uh, and i saw it multiple times because i really enjoyed it but i actually think we could start with the trailer because i think the trailer actually gives a slightly wrong impression about what the film is but in a good way which is very interesting. Well, what about the trailer that you think is misleading? I think it's kind of, a, at least the one I saw is pretty fun, I thought. Um, so I don't know. I felt like it was very clearly trying to, well, at least it gave a lot of people the impression that this was going to be a, a film about like gayness as adolescent boys um but it it really doesn't even remotely talk about that (laughs) in the movie at all Mm -hmm. and so like i saw a lot of people when the trailers first came out like on social media talking about like all the stuff that's happening in politics right now where they're uh, there are people being like they're sexualizing the children 
and like all of these different kinds of things. And it was just so interesting having seen the movie and then seeing the reaction that people gave is the movie kind of talks about the reaction and the like the ostracization of like people that happens because of some of these these uh, misguided or uh, wrong opinions. And I thought it was kind of just interesting, the play between the trailer and the reaction the trailer got. And then when you actually see the movie and then how much it undercuts it, undercuts that reaction because the movie is so much just about supporting each other emotionally. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I agree. And I think that's the interesting thing I thought was that unless I missed it, what I liked about it was that it, I don't think it confirmed or denied that the main characters were gay at all, I believe. It doesn't at all throughout the entire movie. Also, they're like, what are they like? 12, 13. How old are yeah, they? Yeah, I mean, they're starting high school <clears throat> from what I remember. And so, like, 14? Is that 14? 13 ish, I would say. 13, 14, depending on, like, I don't know when high school in Europe starts, how that works. But around there. But, like, still, yeah, like, early teen. So yeah. they're still really young. And I would say that the interesting thing, also, on a side tangent, is that what I thought I really liked with this movie is that there are so many things that were unsaid in this film that was stronger than what was actually being said. Like the the emotions from the actors themselves really told more of a story than the words the actors were saying. Yes, 100%. The subtextual dialogue was amazing in this movie in this movie that that was what that was what really pulled me in there are like four or five different scenes where the subtext is just so rich that like it is immensely entertaining to watch in a horrible way kind of because the subject matter uh but now we're going into full spoilers i guess so there are a couple scenes like there's the scene when remy's mother remy is the kid who kills himself uh spoiler warning remy's mother finds leo Uh, at his hockey practice and like tries to have a conversation this is like days after her son's suicide and leo is remy's best friend uh or was still is basically it's just they were having kind of a rough patch and she just has the most pleasant like random conversation about how are things going but you could tell so desperately she wants to ask do you know anything about what happened do you know why he did this why why was he this upset uh, talking about her son and yeah. it's just heart-wrenching it's just terrible yeah i mean but it's I think so dramatic and entertaining they have like that same conversation two or three more times until the actual conversation is had yes and he like actually says something and each time you're just like you can feel it the tension between these characters that they want to both say something but are, are too scared to say anything when leo does tell the mom there is even like subtext in there that i just was like they're still not saying everything verbally but like with their emotions and stuff of that and their acting their performances were just were great yeah so apparently um just to take a sidestep and talk about the actors sophie who is remy's mother played by actress emily de quen de queen i don't know how to say that but uh she is a child actress and uh or she was and i think her most famous movie is a movie called uh rosetta i think but she's like a very very famous french actress and she was kind of discovered in the same way that these two boys in this movie were discovered which is she was just like random teenager pulled out of obscurity to play this like very dramatic role and then how lucas don't casted these two young leads 
is actually he did he went like around to high schools everywhere and found like real children and brought like thousands of children to come and do like chemistry reads and then these two just immediately came out of nowhere but apparently leo the cat the actor that uh, was playing leo was just found on a train he just randomly found him when he was taking the train and he just thought you you should try out <laughs> Isn't that wild? Yeah, random stranger on a train. Do you want to be in my movie? (laughs) (laughs) And so, like, neither of these two leads had any acting experience prior to this movie, apparently. Wow. And I think they both did remarkable, especially Leo. Yeah. Also, what's really funny is, to me at least, is that Gustave de Waal, who plays Remy, is actually, like, 18. (laughs) Isn't oh, really? that wild? Interesting. Uh, I mean, he fully looks younger than Leo almost, I think. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, definitely. But uh, Leo is actually 13 or 14 or 15 now or whatever. But that was wild. And then the other thing I thought was really interesting, because I listened to a bunch of videos of Lucas Don't talking about how he did like pre-production and rehearsals for this movie is instead of rehearsing any specific scenes, he had the scenes already written. He knew what he was going to shoot. Instead of doing that, they just did like chemistry building essentially so like they spent two months or something just the two leads and lucas himself and the mothers and a couple other actors just hanging out for like seven hours a day and uh i thought that was really interesting is that they didn't actually rehearse any of the actual scenes before shooting them they just wanted to get to a point where everyone felt incredibly close and comfortable with each other that is truly what you feel in this film it's just everyone is like they feel so naturalistic and so like a true family it's just yeah it's it definitely paid off it makes me think that i hope possibly some american directors and stuff take take that into consideration next time they make a a movie similar to this or like a, you know a romance movie like especially we watched uh you people recently and like zero one of chemistry my com- in that movie yeah i was like they have zero chemistry i wish they spent two months together and hung out a little bit more to kind of you know make Build it that a relationship yeah exactly especially with like a movie just like this like a drama i wouldn't even say romance but like a friendship family drama movie like this i think it's such an important thing to have that chemistry and it makes it so much more believable that these people really do feel like a family. Yeah, and it's it, this kind of movie could so easily become like a, a Hallmark original. <laughs> it is definitely playing with some of those themes of like small family drama, uh-huh. but it's uh, it's because of the way that it's acted and shot that it, it avoids being cliche and ends up being just incredibly engaging and emotionally resonant. Like, I feel like this movie plays like a song. I, mm. I It's hard to explain because most movies kind of play more like, I, I think, like reading a wiki sometimes. Like, I feel like that's how a lot of Marvel movies tend to be is that it's just like, here's this scene and they did this and then now they have to go here and they have to go do this. And Or actually a really great example of that is a movie like Glass Onion for me. It's all of these like little clever ideas and clever plot points and smart little bits of dialogue and references and whatever. And so you get a lot of information from that, but when it comes to the emotion, it tends to kind of lack. But when you have a movie like this, where we really don't know that much about any of these families, we know a little bit about each character's background. We know that they, they're their neighbors. They are really close friends. And the one family has some business related to flowers. And then the 
other family, the mother's a nurse. That's like literally, that's all we know. <laughs> and the whole movie is just this like emotional swelling and and waiting. And, and that's where it gets, I think, this like musical quality because it's yeah. so abstract, but yeah. it's powerful and engaging. The thing is, though, I liked about it as well, even though maybe it's like was done on purpose that you don't necessarily know too much. And it does, it focuses more on just this relationship between these two boys because I feel like it, it felt so relatable, even though going back to the trailer I guess and it being seeming more like a coming out story I guess I don't know what, yeah something like that it's it's not though it's just relatable in, in, in so many ways of like a kid becoming more of an adult even for myself I was like man in certain ways there's like two there's two ways specifically I'm thinking of as a kid that made me feel like this one where there was an age of like when I was a kid you know I used to play with action figures and stuff like that and then like at a certain age I was just like what am I doing I'm more of an adult now. I need to do something cooler or like more something for my future, you know, practice writing or draw or join sports or do things like that instead of just playing at home and there's like that element of it especially like with the kids in the beginning when they're playing make-believe and then later it's like oh this is not a real thing right we're just pretending there's like that element of growing up but then there's also that like friendship where a friendship that is kind of changed or forced to change because of the environment which is also I think is something that's probably relatable to a lot of people even to myself I had like a best friend in elementary middle school and then once we got to high school kind of just drifted apart I mean it's different story but i think like the basic bare bones of it can be relatable to so many people yeah this is especially true and and for boys uh growing up is that there is a lot of like societal pressure to become a certain way or to like be a man or to like do things that align with your gender stereotypes and this is really one of the first movies that i think i've seen that talked about that in a like very non-judgmental way most of the time when you have these kind of examinations of masculinity usually they're just very judgmental of masculinity and they're criticizing toxic masculinity and whatever and this movie has like elements of that like when there are a few like brief glimpses of the hockey players beating each other up in the locker room <laughs> which like that's just something like all kids do <laughs> i think you know especially in like a competitive sports environment or like you have the inability of remy and leo to like have a, a fully realized conversation about why remy is upset and why leo is upset and so they end up just fighting each other, <laughs> which, you know, like this is part of the thing that the movie is discussing is that it, children aren't able to be emotionally intelligent yet. And so I'm trying to think of a good example of a movie that talks about masculinity, but I can't, nothing is coming to mind right now. Oh, maybe something like The Boys, the TV show, which is about superheroes, but it's also very much about toxic masculinity and a sort of culture dominated by violence. And this movie talks about how it has elements of that how how boys are kind of expected to be rough and tumble and whatever um mm -hmm. but it never actually explicitly like calls that out as like problematic necessarily it doesn't put it to words ever it just shows that this is a reality instead of being a lot more judgmental as most especially american movies do i think american movies have a, a tendency to be judgmental as a quality <laughs> I, I i could spend another 30 minutes talking about this film we just spent 30 minutes talking about this film and I could spend another 30 <laughs> minutes. Like, yeah. like even some of the scenes, like, like how amazing was that scene with the father at the dinner table, Remy's father, when the two Leo's family invited Remy's family uh, over for dinner, I guess. And 
the older brother, Leo's older brother, starts talking about his plans. And you can just read it on both the parents' faces that their son isn't going to have a future. And it's just like awful, but it's so wonderful at the same time. And the the performances are so lovely. And like, even like the way that the older brother, like also the older brother, oh my God, we haven't even talked about the older brother. The older brother is such a like great ideal of masculinity, just this like supportive person. Like he supports the father in that scene. He supports his younger brother. He supports his mother in certain scenes, like being like, it's wild. We just don't see characters like that in a film. Most of the time we see characters who are like total messes, you know, like that's where a lot of drama seems to come from right now is like having your shit not together. <laughs> but these people genuinely are like decent, kind, good people just dealing with an impossible situation. I don't that's know. True. This movie is just really emotionally well-made. That's its strongest point. That's what I want people to take away from this movie is like find the drama in the emotional uh, angle, not just in the like in the spectacle of just suicide and the spectacle of like dramatic relationships. This movie has no spectacle. We never see Remy kill himself. We never have a huge explosive moment, except for kind of at the end. We have you know Leo run away from his mother in a kind of dramatic moment, and then we have Leo confront or get confronted by Remy's mother at the end, and they have you know a sort of standoff that turns into like a a supportive moment. Actually, <laughs> it's the opposite of spectacle. You know, like like spectacle is so cheap, and you know sometimes it's great. You know, people love spectacle. Like I love a good like monster fight movie spectacle moment, but sometimes that's the wrong choice and in this movie it would have been the wrong choice to isn't this so sad look at look at this dead child we're at the the funeral it's horrifying you know like this movie is look at these people just quietly suffering and yeah and people are not aware that this person walking down the street has just lost their child to suicide and no one's like going out of their way to like be extra nice they're just you know they're too busy living their lives like there was that scene with the with remy's mother at the orchestra that her son used to play at and she's just sitting in the audience like oh it's just the the subtext oh god anyway we should stop before i go on for another like (laughs) you know however long do you want to go into our concession impressions for this film sure Concession impressions for this film. What's our ranking? We go through it all the time, but we go through it again. Peanut M&M's and then popcorn and then hot dog and then raisinets. So for my review, I'm just going to, you know, I'll give it, I'll give it peanut M&M's. It's, I mean, it's a great film as it's great. It makes me want to watch all of Lucas Don't's prior films, which I Mm. I, I haven't done any research on yet. So I don't know what they are, but. This is a great one. So I think I'm interested. I'm also really interested and curious to see what the actor for who plays leo is gonna what else he's gonna be playing in must be an interesting career possibly i hope he's pretty good he's very natural although i could this this is one of those like you know when a movie your first movie blows up so much and you become like indistinguishable from the character you might have to like take Mm -hmm. off for like several years and like get some distance before you can like be cast as something else although this movie is so rich and dramatic that he could also have kind of a rise of somebody like Timothy Chalamet because Timothy Chalamet also kind of started in those very rich, dramatic roles and then found his way on to like big budget Hollywood movies. And then now is going now is able to kind of go back and forth. But yeah, what's your um, concession impression? I would give this a peanut M&M for me. 
I, I do think this movie has like issues. They're not like big issues. They're like issues of scope and scale and might have been a limitation of the money or the size of the production. I, I kind of wish there were, like, I don't know. I almost just want more of this movie. That's sort of the problem, which is actually, like, a great problem to have as a movie is... Maybe because you're having so much fun, Charles. You're just like, I, mean, I want this I movie was to so engaged. by so quickly. Oh, my gosh. That, this all goes to show why I received an Oscar nomination for Best International Feature Film, and... From what what our reviews are, and I think especially how much you seem to like this film, fingers crossed that uh, it actually does win. I hope so. I, I will say I have seen a lot more for your consideration ads for All Quiet on the Western Front than I have practically any of the other foreign movies. So I, I can't even think if I've seen one for your consideration for Close. <laughs> I'm skeptical about whether it's going gonna, it's gonna to win or not, but... <laughs> Yeah. Fingers crossed. Well, on that note, that wraps up this episode of Concession Impressions. This is that was our review for the movie Close. Let us know what your thoughts are on Instagram or Twitter at Film Cookbook. And as always, we'll see you next week on another episode of Concession Impressions. And also, we really enjoyed you guys using the uh, the emojis to to tell us which how you felt about the movies in the comment section that was great do that keep doing that yeah thanks we'd love to see more of that so till next time everyone bye bye, bye.